The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. Again, whilst Kat is on her Christmas vacation, I'm your interim host, Nathaniel James. Uh, Joining me tonight, I have the pleasure of um, having um, some faithful from four different chapters in Europe. I'm joined by uh, Michael Wandy, Kim Sorison, and a new person uh, to the show from the Austrian chapter, uh, Lukas Pettendorfer. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Um... Lucas, I hope I pronounced your name correct. Welcome to the show. Um, thank you for coming on. Um, it, it's good to have um, somebody new um, and have that, that insight. Guys, we had a, uh, a game earlier this week, a Thursday night game. Um, and unfortunately, we came up short. The Titans beat the Niners 2017 and just managed to steal the show. So currently, the Niners have dropped a game and uh, are 8-7 and seven for the year. Guys, um, what, what are your thoughts regarding this game? It really put a damper on Christmas evening. <laughs> <laughs> I think it put a damper on everybody's uh, Christmas kind of eve, didn't it? There was a game. I, I tried to ignore that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, what, was it Was it about, I mean, it, it was one of those one of those things, isn't it? We... we Kind of it seems to be a theme, isn't it? We're 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 um we're we're losing kind of the games that are you know that that we we have a chance of actually you know kind of winning. Um, and I think obviously the pass that Garoppolo um, missed to to Juszczyk kind of didn't help the situation. Um, what do you think? It this what I mean? He didn't necessarily have a bad night stats wise he had 26 for 35 throws with for for 322 yards but obviously what was glaringly obvious was the miscues and the two interceptions now was this all on Garoppolo was it down to bad coaching was it him playing bad as a quarterback guys what 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 are your thoughts um, the first interception, uh, I say it's 50 50. Uh, it wasn't a good pass by Garoppolo, but it was a nice defense play. Uh, for the second interception, I don't know what he saw there. Uh, maybe uh, he thought uh, that I think it was Debo who was closest. Maybe he saw that Debo could do the Mr. Fantastic move and uh, stretch out his arms. Uh, but yeah. Don't know what he saw there, and uh, that uh, pass on uh, Jews. I mean, yeah, that's one hundred percent on him because that was way too high. Yeah, I mean, but I don't uh, blame the whole uh, loss on Jimmy, but uh, about fifty percent is on Jimmy, and uh, on the other fifty percent, um. they are split between special teams and defense, but uh, more of that later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, obviously there was some frustration, wasn't there, from Shanahan. He he was sat jumping up and down when, 
you know, Garoppolo, and I, I, know, I don't know who posted it in the group this week, but there was a um, video of um, that was, well, I don't, I'm not sure if he was in on the group, but I, I saw a video this week of um, basically um, Jimmy not even being able to pass it to Brandon Ayuk, and it was quite an open pass. It wasn't a bad pass, and you could see, obviously, the frustration um, with, with Shanahan um, and... I, I don't know whether it was... I, I wouldn't say it was a bad throw. I, I think it was just the fact that it, it was, it, you know, it wasn't a... You know, it was just the fact that... I mean, it wasn't Ajax's inability to catch it. it. It was a really... It was an open throw that, you know, J- Jimmy really needs to be making. Um, and it, I, I guess mistakes really did, you know, cost the game in this this week, didn't it? I... I I, th- I think they they spoke about that particular play after at the at the press conference after the game because that that was the the the, the play that turned out to be a fourth fourth and six because of uh, a Trent Williams false start and what Shanahan said was that he kind of uh, I think he he actually blamed Ayuk more than he he blamed uh, Garoppolo because. The, the deal is that either Ayuk has to to stay at at the point where when when he becomes free or he has to continue his uh, his route and and he did kind of in between and that <laughs> made Garoppolo's uh, throw that that much harder and well he he obviously dropped it so um, but 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 it, again it was one of those lousy missed opportunities because he was free that there was a play to to uh, to keep the drive going uh, and uh, yeah it was just one of those missed opportunities yeah i also think his his finger hurt him really bad in the second half and and the second interception you saw the ball wobbling pretty much and there wasn't a really nice spiral on it so he was really inaccurate because of his finger i think and the read wasn't that bad i think but in the end of, of the day, if Garoppolo plays better, we will win this game. And yeah, I agree with Wandy that if the defense steps up, we could win this game as well. But we haven't spoken about the wide open throw to Kyle Juszczyk on the wheel route in the first quarter, I think. And if he hits that, it's uh, 14-0. And then I don't think the Titans come back. Yeah, I, I'm certainly in agreement with you there, Lucas. I think that's, you know, that's a real valid point. And, you know, yeah, that aside, you know, Garoppolo, obviously, I, I know that, you know, that there has been mentioned this week that he hasn't been practicing due to his, his finger injury following the, uh, the the loss against the Titans. But are we still, I mean, obviously, I, I've been kind of, I've been talking about this and we, we've been talking about this since the start of the season. Is it down to the fact that this is Garoppolo's, inconsistency or is it down to 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 play calling from from Shanahan I I think a lot of you know obviously there's a lot of people that are frustrated because we we, we, you know we know it we 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 know we can play better and we know that we can win these kind of these games can't we but it's it's almost in a sense we're we're losing this you know we're losing get the 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 games that are almost almost a given in in a sense don't know whether Um, I'm looking for the answer but yeah Wandy what were you going to say First of all, if he really, um, I had, I think I had this discussion with Lucas on Twitter or uh, WhatsApp. 
But if he really played with that uh, thumb and knew it was uh, hindering him, uh, he made uh, an Oli Khan uh, for the team uh, because uh, uh, Oli Khan played with a broken finger in the World Cup final uh, in 2010, I, it was, and uh, we lost the game. And if Jimmy really did that, he, he didn't uh, serve the team but uh, only his own interests. And I can't think about what I hear from everyone around him, even Trey, that uh, Jimmy put his own agenda over the teams. Uh, I, I can only think that Kyle said, okay, you have to play. Um, but uh, that's speculation. Uh, the, the, the second thing is... Uh, what I missed after the the, the miss on uh, Deuce check was a running game, as if we stopped playing the run game, or, uh, and we only played uh, Hasty from that point on. And sorry, Hasty isn't uh, NFL ready. It's uh, I said it uh, last time I was here, and I say it again: Hasty isn't NFL ready. No, and I think obviously we, we you know we, we really miss Elijah Mitchell, don't we? And hopefully. Um, I know that he's been practicing this week, so hopefully we, we'll we'll get him back in in um, in preparation for the the game against the the Texans, which we will we'll be talking about uh, in a little while. Um, let, let's let's talk about a bit more about the stats. I mean, there were some good points. Uh, Samuel caught uh, nine for eleven. He had one hundred and fifty nine yards, um, and he ran five times for thirty two yards. So. He's he's seriously he's I mean I, I know that we're also going to be talking about the Pro Bowl and I know um, uh, Wandy I know that you're going to be um, talking about that and introducing the players that are going to be that that have made the Pro Bowl but I mean he he's he's played quite well hasn't he I mean he that that's not bad you know in terms of ran, running five times for thirty two yards um, and having one hundred and fifty nine yards um, I, I mean in comparison to Kittle. Um, he was only he only managed to have you know he's only targeted three times and he only caught two t- twice so obviously the you know they they were targeting Kittle and we were relying more on sort of Samuel and possibly you could argue Wilson and Ayuk but um yeah what what do you I mean what what do you guys think you know from that perspective yeah I think you said it pretty well Debo Samuel played pretty well and he managed a lot of yards especially the last catch it was really important to get us in position for another touchdown and I have to say kill he was doubled almost the entire game so the Titans defensive game plan was really shutting down George Kittle and it was good for Debo so he managed to get yards and Ayuk I don't know how many catches he had but he had the touchdown he had in a big catch in the opening drive the fourth down play, it was really hard. I think it's more on Jimmy than on him. I know Kyle didn't blame it on Jimmy, but my personal opinion is that it was Jimmy's fault. But at the end of the day, I'm really proud of our receivers. They played well, and especially Debo is is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. And um, just, just going back to what you were mentioning, I mean, Ayuk had been targeted five times. He averaged 10 yards a carry. Uh, and had a touchdown. So, I mean, I don't think we really saw much from Juwan Jennings this week, which was a bit of a shame, really, because obviously did have some play, you know, and there was, 
you know, that obviously kind of feel that you want him to be, you know, involved and be this kind of third, you know, guy. Because obviously, we, we, you know, we've 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 missed that, you know, since um, we've we've missed, you know, that that other receiver that we, we've we've actually needed. Wilson had he rushed for forty five yards, but um, yeah, that, there wasn't really much going on from Hasty as you you kind of you've already mentioned. So. It's interesting to sort of see what what's happening defensively. It was quite hard to slow down AJ Brown. Um, he had 145 receiving yards, and I, I think realistically, our secondary really struggled because Norman stood out as being bad as he gave up the go-ahead touchdown to Brown. Um, he gave he gave up three catches and 42 yard, yards on four targets. Um, so he's allowing. Passer rating by 126.7 when targeted. So it's it's really quite worrying. I think this is what what you know. This is this situation where we you know we, where we have you know we we kind of when our secondary isn't particularly doing too many good things and and, and it's one of our weakest areas. But um, guys, what what do you what do you think from a defensive perspective? Well, what what really hurt us was the inability to stop those uh, third downs. The defense put them themselves in, in some really good positions with some where the Titans had some really long third downs. There was a third and and twenty three, I think, and and they still converted that uh, and and the, many third and longs uh, overall. In the second half, they just couldn't couldn't stop the the drives, and it well they they ran out of steam in the end. Uh, sadly, uh, if there was a, a, a little bit positive, you, the um, uh, Ambry Thomas has, seems to you, you can almost see from week to week that he is progressing. He had some some really rough uh, first starts, but he is he's uh, coming along, uh, even though he still has a, a, a long way to go. Uh, and he, and he he must uh, build some 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 strength uh, to to deal with players like AJ Brown, but um, I I think our our secondary is a, a bit underrated when obviously we we miss uh, mostly and uh, and I would pre- prefer to see a little more of Diamador uh, Lenoir as well. I really need to stay calm because uh, you do you talked about the go-ahead touchdown for the Titans and that one never should have happened uh, not because of our defense but because of uh, the referees I mean that was a blatant uh, offensive pass interference by um, AJ Brown and they didn't uh, whistle it down I mean when you throw away the defender, it's not a clean play. And there should have been a flag 10 yards back and, and, and uh, they had to punt with fourth and, I mean, what was it? Fourth and 24 or so. But uh, due to the inability of the referees, uh, they got another chance and then a Norman looked bad in the end zone. And, I mean... That's uh, something that really pisses me off. Uh, 
AJ Brown uh, said afterwards, yeah, Jimmy Ward helped me, yeah. But if Jimmy Ward helped, there should have been a passive Defensive pass interference. Sorry, I'm a bit uh, angry about that play still. <laughs> and uh, really, um, that never should have uh, have happened. And we talked uh, in a in a spaces on Twitter yesterday. The whole referee play this season is ridiculous. Yeah, I think you said it pretty well about the play. It was clearly an offensive pass interference for me. But for me, it's really hard to blame the refs if you miss so many opportunities to get off the field and score on offense. So for me, if I think about the game, I blame the offense, I blame Jimmy and some defensive plays, but I don't think about the refs, honestly. I don't blame the refs for the whole game. I blame the refs for that touchdown that never should have happened. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to make fun of you, Michael, but... But like uh, Kittle said when uh, Mike Zimmer complained about the referees when we played the Vikings, you, we just need to, to make better plays. And I think obviously it was quite uh, difficult. I mean, uh, you know, we're talking about you know the, the kind of the, the the difficulties in terms of what what happens. And we, we you know obviously we're in that situation. And we it happens, and unfortunately, it's just kind of moving on. But I mean, you know, realistically, you know. Looking back, we really should have been up by a few more scores, certainly in the first first half as well. Looking at the the stats as well, um, from a defensive perspective, Ebicon had a quite a good night. He had three tackles, one sack, and one quarterback hit. Um, however, the Titans' offensive line managed to contain Bosa only to three sort of tackles. So their offensive line were, were doing quite a good job in that in that perspective. The other thing was that obviously um, Warner missed a huge tackle on a running play by Tannehill, which led them to have the field goal victory. So, despite that, I mean, obviously, I think he had sort of six tackles. Tart, Tart even played quite well; he had six tackles as well. Were there any any more thoughts regarding in in terms of the defense? It's it's kind of uh, I don't. I don't. I don't actually think it's funny, but it's a bit peculiar that the Titans coming into this game were really, really hurting on their offensive line. And I wrote about it in a post on Facebook leading up to the game that that they had with few days a few days before the game they they missed some of their some of their starters, and and you really would have thought that uh, this would be yeah just uh, Bosa being a kid in a candy shop and and it was the same thing when we played the Packers they almost had the entire offensive line out as well and both both of those games we we never really made an impact uh, on on the on Tannehill or, or Rogers they, they just had really good games against us And, and the, when when the conditions should almost be uh, the most in our favor, uh, the the pass rush uh, really have uh, surprise have been surprisingly lacking. Yeah, yeah. But you have to say in the second half, um, the Titans made some adjustments and they had some max protections, and they had they had seven guys in protection, and that's the job of the defensive coordinator to get an answer on that. And not the pass rush when you rush with four. Yeah, you will not come through in 
two, three seconds. And then the cornerbacks also had not, not really good coverage against sometimes just two routes. It was really a lot on the Miko Ryans, in my opinion. Yes, I absolutely agree. There seemed to be a, a lack of second half adjustments. Sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this week, obviously, we're back home, aren't we? Um, I believe, and we're playing the Texans, which obviously they've won four, lost eleven, and they're third in the AFC South. Uh, the Niners played the Texans last on the December the 10th um, of 2017, where the final score was um, a victory over the Texans of 26-16. But guys, this, this is a totally different team, really, isn't it? We're in a totally different situation. I mean, obviously, the most recent game the Texans have played, they actually surprised and beat the Chargers 41-29, to picking off Herbert twice. So... The margin of error in this one is really, you know, it's got to be narrow, hasn't it, for you know whoever's going to be the quarterback this week. But um, yeah, what, what, what's what's your thoughts with regards to this game? Well, I, I think uh, the, the, the 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 their their score against the Chargers should should certainly be a wake up wake up call for for everyone. Uh, we we can't expect uh, this just to be a, a walkover and. And uh, you shouldn't, uh, with the way the 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 whole NFL season has gone this year. Uh, just when you think you have figured out every team, there comes some ridiculous score line in in one of those in one of the games, and so you you can't take anyone lightly. But this, uh, I, I think, this should be. Uh, and I, I don't want to say an easy win, but this certainly should be, uh, be a win. Yeah, I think you said it pretty well. You don't have to underestimate any opponent in the NFL, but if you want to go to the playoffs, you have to beat the Houston Texans. That's for sure. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Wandy, do you have any kind of thoughts with regards to kind of the, the Texans? I mean, um, I've not really looked too much at the, the the stats with regards to the the Texans, but I think really it was more of the fact that kind of I think there were a few players missing from the COVID kind of because there was a, a lot of you know issues with COVID. But have you got any thoughts? I say I hope we had our trap game against uh, the Titans. Yeah, because due to all the injuries, <laughs> we we said we have to beat them too, and we didn't. Um, and I really hope uh, the team uh, really, really, really is in the game uh, with with the hats. The problem is uh, playing a team that is uh, that low in, in in the league is like England playing well. Wales, uh, everyone expects England to win, but uh, you know, uh, surprises can happen, and that's a, that's the same thing. Uh, in the NFL, you have uh, your clear uh, favorites, and the 49ers are favorites in this game. And if you're not 100% in the game, uh, the the underdog will beat you. And I, s I really hope we had our trap game against uh, the Titans. But uh, Mills, for example, is really uh, surprising me. Uh, he... He's a he's a no name rookie and he plays better than some 
higher drafted rookies. Uh, so uh, we shouldn't underestimate them, especially now that they have a German kicker. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, um, we shouldn't underestimate them, but we should uh, really uh, beat them. I mean, he, he, I mean, looking at the stats from the last uh, game, um, Mills had uh, twenty-one for twenty-seven, had two hundred and fifty-four yards and two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, so in theory, he actually did better than Garoppolo did this week. So, I've, yeah, it could be could be interesting. Receiving wise, there was Conley that had three for sixty yards uh, with a touchdown, and Nico Collins. Three receiving, thirty-three, um, averaged eleven, and had one touchdown. So, one one thing to remember: we played the Titans on on four days of rest. We we have had an extra an, an extra half a week almost uh, before this game, and it is a home game. And after losing, we started the season losing our first four home games. We have won three games at home since. So so. We we are actually kind of on a on a home winning streak, so um, I think the the crowd should be uh, be uh, going ha- having a good time on uh, on Sunday. There, yeah. Well, what we shouldn't forget there are two other games who are very important for the 49ers, and that's uh, Eagles games and the Saints games, because. Due to that dump, uh, sorry, I have to say it so, to that <laughs> dump rule, um, we're, we have beaten uh, the Eagles fair and square, but if we all end 9 and 8, they uh, are in front of us. Yeah, but we only need the Saints to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, do we have any predictions for this game, guys? I mean, I know we're talking about the fact that obviously, you know, we're we're, we're expected to win, but any thoughts in comparison to? I mean, and I, you know, Kim, I think that's a really valid point, and we've had a bit more time to recover after, um, you know, that almost that trap game. But any predictions with regards to the Forty Niners Texans matchup? Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure that we'll cover. Cover. I. I think the the line has gone down in the game. I think we were like two touchdown favorites, and I. I, I really don't care much about the score other than we get the win. But I think we should be. Fingers crossed. I think we should be fairly safe in bringing this one home. And and that's even regardless of whoever plays. Plays quarterback. If if I can get uh, Elijah Mitchell uh, to to play, I'm I'm really 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 confident that uh, that we'll will win this game. Yeah, and if you look at the stats, the Texans allowed the most yards per attempt in the whole league. Their Colts ran 238 yards on them. The Seahawks 193 yards. So. If Mitchell comes back, I imagine, I'd imagine he will be have a really big game. And no matter who the quarterback is, we will have a lot of carries. And there should be no way we will lose this game. That two-headed monster that we've we've had before, where you know um, we, we've had kind of Wilson and also um, uh, Mostart when he's 
being fit and well. But yeah, I can see what you're you're sort of saying and everything. So running from a running perspective, you know, if if the Colts can do that, I mean, obviously they've got John Taylor and he's he's a you know different kind of player. But yeah, it could you know that 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 is certainly and uh, yeah, I'm going to say that I, I think there's going to be a two score deficit in this game, and I think we're going to come away with you know and we're going to retain. And, and be in that situation where we can, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, kind of happy and kind of in that situation when we're being the playoffs. Um, obviously, with the Dolphins losing against the Saints, that's obviously helped us. Wandy, what's your thoughts with regards to the um, predictions with regards to this game? Yeah, I think, too, we should win that. Uh, I say it will be a close game, um, but... Uh... What you forget about Mitchell is if Mitchell wouldn't be uh, injured so much, uh, he was in the race for the best rookie running back with uh, Najee Harris. And Najee Harris uh, is an Alabama standout from the first round. And Elijah Mitchell is a fifth round pick. So, uh, oh no, a seventh round pick. So, um I think we're pretty good at uh, running back if you compare that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Lucas has some uh, uh, news for us about Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy did not practice today and we're recording this on Thursday. So it really looks like that Trey Lance will be the starting, starting quarterback on Sunday, especially with the signing from the new quarterback to the practice squad. I don't remember his name actually, but that Tyler Bray that intends to me that Trey Lance will start, and I also think with this injury when I first wrote it that there's no way he will play this or next week. I think most of uh, of this uh, insinuation that uh, Garoppolo will be be able to play is just. Uh, smoke screens uh, intended to to have the Texans keep keep uh, preparing for two quarterbacks. Could could possibly be, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, Wandy, um, unfortunately, folks, we're not going to be doing the two minute drill this week. I'm, I'm still kind of um, short. I've not. I've been short on time, so I've not managed to do any sort of preparation with regards to it. So the cast are actually going to be relieved that they don't have to do the two minute drill this week. But normal service should resume next week when Cat uh, is back. Um, anyway, um, Wandy, if um, if you could give us um, the preview with regards to because we did talk about the um, Pro Bowl uh, last week, but we have the players that are confirmed. Um, are you able to advise us to who's who's made the Pro Bowl this year? Yeah, before I open that, uh, a few news. First of all, uh, you all heard John Madden died this week. Uh, yeah, very sad. He, he, is, uh, he was very influential uh, even for our 49ers, even if he never coached us. And Debo got a daddy. I mean... Geez, congratulations from me, Debo. Congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, we talked to ta- about uh, Tyler Bray. Um, there's one another player who came back uh, to the 49ers. That's Mark and Sotcher. And especially for us German and uh, us Austrian fans, that's 
really special, especially that uh, Mark and Sotra is a honorary member in the Niner Empire Germany. Yeah, I think it's really positive that obviously, we, and hopefully we'll have some luck with regards to um, Nazotchka coming back into the team and everything. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's a real positive and yeah, maybe it's a bit of um, luck from you know, from the perspective of, you know, kind of going in as a positive and going into the, the playoffs and everything. But, yeah, let's move on to the, the Pro Bowl team, the, the, the players uh, on the 49ers that made the Pro Bowl. Okay, before I start with the starters uh, who are actually going to the Pro Bowl, I will uh, read down the list of alternates. Uh, those are players who will switch in if any player falls out. Uh, that will be... On guard, uh, Leighton Tomlinson. On center, Alex Mack. Trenton Cannon, uh, who was uh, just, uh, we just got him during the season, uh, has a special teams uh, alternate spot. Uh, Eric Armstead, uh, Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward in the defense, and uh, for my surprise, uh, Mitch Wyshnowski. What What do you guys think about the alternates? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Um, especially with Trent Cancanon. Uh, you know, the last time I saw it, he had that really nasty concussion, didn't he? No, I, I was I was surprised to see Trent Cancanon named because what I remember him for was that uh, yeah, stupid uh, muffed punt against the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's my recollection of, of him in this year other than the the injury against the Seahawks so how how on earth that he could be an alternate for for that performance was was surprising i'm also really surprised that eric armstead is an alternative um i don't know he had like three quarterback hits when i la- last when the last time i watched the stats it was 2 weeks ago i think he has like three sacks only and he is an alternative. I don't know who does this stupid votings, I have to say. <laughs> well, if I could disagree with you a bit there, because Armstead has really... I, I know he doesn't collect a lot of sacks, but he has really played a good season as a run-stopper. And he, he, gave, he he's blamed a lot for, for not... Being big in the the stats section, but but he's I, I think he is he is very underrated, so so I'm not that surprised. I must concur with Lucas here. When one of our defensive tackle uh, should have been an alternate, in my eyes, it should be DJ Jones and not Eric yeah. Armstead because oh, DJ yeah. is much more important for the defense line. I, I I won't disagree with you you were there. I won't disagree with you there. But but I, I it was just to say that I think that Armstead is is very underrated amongst the Forty Nine er fans. And but but DJ Jones was well deserved deserving of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm with you with that. That Armstead is very underrated, but he gets paid like in top interior lineman, and so you expect it. So. <laughs> That's my point. Yes. No, 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 no argument there either. No, none, none. I think Armstead has the same problem Jimmy had since his inception. Armstead is a replacement for a guy every 49er fan loved uh, in Wagner. Um, Jimmy replaces uh, 
Colin Kaepernick, a guy who most of the 49ers fans loved before he started to kneel, then some uh, distance themselves from him. And I think the problem is if you have such uh, big footsteps in front of you, it's hard to please the masses. That, that goes for Jimmy and that goes for uh, Eric Armstead. Let, let's go to the starters now. I, I start with the defense because it's easy and unlike the alternates, uh, I give you the chance to talk about them directly after I named them. So in the defense, who, who wonders? Nick Bosa. <laughs> That's easy, isn't it? And it's he's he's having a real real great year, isn't he? So yeah, that, that's not a surprise really. Um, and I think it's kind of that percentage, isn't it? Like we were talking last week, it was about how much you know we only the the fans get a certain amount of percentage around who gets into to the Pro Bowl and everything else. But a lot of it's down to the team and coaches. But yeah, no no surprise there. Who who's next, Wandy? Uh, next is Trent Williams, and here is a case you said the the fan voting only has uh, a third of the votes, and in the fan votes, uh, Trent was, wasn't was under the top five in his uh, category, what is a surprise, but uh, he made the Pro Bowl, uh, so the players and uh, coaches who have the other two thirds uh, over spoken the fans. Uh, Lucas, what do you say? Yeah, I think the most fans don't even know offensive linemen, so they just vote the guys who are up in the alphabet. And that's why Trent Williams wasn't that high on the fan list, but yeah, clearly deserved. Well, he's the best left tackle in the game, isn't he? So it, yeah, it goes without saying. By far. Who, who's next? Who's next? Uh, next one is Juice. Kyle Juice check. Uh, who uh, is a fixture at every Pro Bowl. I don't think he missed one Pro Bowl the last few years. So there's really no surprise. Uh, best fullback in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Almost the only one. <laughs> yeah. Um, German uh, fullback Jakob Johnson. Yeah. I, I would have really uh, liked seeing Jacob at the Pro Bowl. I really think he played a better season than Patrick Ricard, honestly. If I could just put, uh, now that we've ma- mentioned the uh, Jews, uh, I would just mention that he is, uh, has just been named one of the the eight uh, finalists for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. Oh, so um, he is uh, the 49ers uh, candidate. He should win it. He is... Uh as nice as uh, Fitzpatrick was, and Fitzpatrick won the first Art Rooney Award. Yeah, next one, George Kittle. Another no surprise for me. Uh, best uh, for me is he's the best tight end in the league. Uh, yeah, um, Kelsey maybe is a better receiver, but he is a better all-around tight end. And uh, he's deserved, he's even the starter for the NFC, so deserved. Yeah, certainly, certainly is, and agreed, really. But we're, we're all going to be biased, aren't we, with regards to him as a tight end? And we, we, we did talk about that um, <laughs> during the last week's pod and everything. So, yeah. Was there anybody else, Wandy? Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm too apologize. We, we have five starters, and number five, is the freshly daddy, uh, Debo Samuel. 
<laughs> well deserved for him. Well deserved. No, no surprise, really. No surprise. He's had a he's had a heck of a season already. Those are our uh, yeah starters for the uh, Pro Bowl. To bet they can't be there because they will play uh, in another game in LA. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll well we'll just have to see what happens and whether or not they kind of go in with that mentality. And I think this is the thing; it's kind of that maybe that that was that trip game, if you like. So hopefully, you know, normal sort of um, service will resume. And also, as I'd like to mention, normal service should resume next week um, with Cap being back. Um, so yeah, I, I I do hope, guys. Do we have any other thoughts? Yeah, how much we can drink tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I to be honest, I I just like to um put a shout out to all the um faithful in uh, Europe. Um you guys, I really do appreciate you coming on. Um this is the first um to my knowledge the first uh European podcast that we've had um from three guys from three different countries. Um, unfortunately, Florida Mike couldn't join us this week, but it would have been four. But still, that that's not 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 a bad thing. And I I, I do appreciate you, you your time in coming on to the to the um, show tonight. And uh, Lucas, um, please do come back. We, we'd love to have you on the show again with uh, when Cat's back. Um, okay, so guys, we will leave it there. Um, thanks again for coming on. Uh, if we can get, um, I'd like to put a, a shout out to the um, to the Niner Empire GB and, and sort of state. Can we, you know, we've got the game thread that will be up this week. So, and if we could post some questions um, in advance for um, for Cat. Um, Happy New Year to everyone. I'm I'm Nathaniel James. Um, I've been your interim host. Um, normal service will resume next week. From me, I'd like to say goodbye, guys. Do you want to say bye bye? <laughs> Gott Nudo for Denmark. <laughs> Happy New Year from Denmark. Ein guten Rutsch ins neue Jahr aus Deutschland. And Lucas, if you would, in Austrian. Das wünsche ich euch natürlich auch aus Österreich. Go Niners. <laughs> Go Niners. <laughs>